Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to episode 131 of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. I really like today's episode because I am talking about four non-boring business books that every product business owner really should read, or at least I think you should read them. Um, I have read all these four books some three years ago and some literally I'm wrapping it up like right now. So the reason I chose these four books is because I think one, these aren't like four books that every fucking person talks about. Like I feel like when you listen to podcast episodes or I don't even know, like blog posts or Instagram things, it's like people just choose the same books over and over and over again. It's like, okay, Amy Porterfield recommends these four books. So I'm going to do an Instagram reel and I'm going to recommend those same four books. So I feel like they're always boring whenever I read anyone's book recommendation, like podcasts or anything. Um, They're just like the same freaking books. And with that said, one of the books I'm going to mention today is a book that people talk about all the time because it's truly like I feel like it changed my whole life. So I have to talk about it. But the other three, hopefully, You have not heard on a rinse and repeat, you know, like the best books for entrepreneurs. So and these books like aren't created exclusively for product based businesses, but I think they'll help you 100 percent. And each book, it's funny because I was kind of thinking about the books that I chose and like why I chose them. I went through all the business books I have. I have quite a few, actually. Some of them I have read. Some of them I've read a little bit of. Some of them I've bought with the intention of reading and they've been sitting on my bookshelf for a year. I I have like ADD with reading. I think I have ADD or ADHD, whatever you call it. I'm pretty sure I have it undiagnosed, just given like my train of thought constantly is like jumping from one place to the next and just my behaviorisms and just everything else I do, I'm pretty sure I have some form of that undiagnosed. Um, But, you know, I was kind of thinking about these four books, why I chose them. And they all have a different theme, sort of. A lot of the stuff overlaps. But I feel like I was like, okay, why did I choose these four? Why did I not choose this other one or that one or that one? And a lot of business books I try to read are so freaking boring. They're so boring. Okay, I'm just going to say it. This is like, this is one of those statements that I'm going to get pushback from people. And I'm trying to reread the book again, because I want to be a better leader. And I want to be a better leader for my team. And 
the book Traction is one that everyone freaking recommends. Oh, Traction's the best. Traction's the best. You have to read Traction. I'm trying to read it. This is the second time I'm trying to read it. And oh my God, I just can't. Like, I can't read it. I don't know what it is about that book. It's like, I go to sit down and read it and my brain is like, you know, those like X's that you see, (laughs) like SOS, don't read, don't enter, don't go here. You're going to get blown up or something. That's, I feel like my brain does that when I try to read that book. And there's another book by Brendan Bouchard, Bouchard, whatever. And he's like a really famous, you know, entrepreneur, online business coach, business coach, blah, blah, blah. He's really famous. So I feel like if I say something about him, who cares? Because he's not going to know about it. But I think he has a book called like something manifesto and I bought it. I was like, oh, I'm so excited to read it. I literally got it in the mail and I opened it up and I didn't get past page, like the first page. I couldn't, I couldn't read it. So I don't know if anyone here tries to read business books and you're just like, oh, I feel like I'm back in college. And while college was super fun, I have no interest. I mean, I went to college. I also went to grad school. So I have no interest in like being a student again, even though part of being an entrepreneur, like you do have to learn and take courses and, and learn. And I love taking courses. I love like watching trainings. I love watching videos that teach you something. But when it comes to a book that feels like a textbook from like high school or college, I just don't want it. I just can't do it. I can't freaking do it. I like books that are more about storytelling and like, here's this theory about something. Here's examples of how it works. Here's some things that you could do today to to implement this. Like here's a checklist or here's like five things you can work on or something. Like that kind of stuff is, is good because it's like a combination of taking action, learning, and then learning about a story or something. So anyway, I try to get through some of the books I've bought and they just freaking sit on the, the shelf. So anyway, so I want to focus on just four books because I don't want to overwhelm you. And I also don't want to overwhelm myself talking about these four books because honestly, um, two of the books I read three, one book I read three years ago, one book I read, I think one or two years ago. And then the last two books I'll talk about, I've recently read. So those are a little bit more fresh in my brain. Actually, I'll talk about those those ones first. That kind of makes more sense. Okay. So I'm going to talk again. I talked about this book on my podcast last week. So this might be a little bit of a like overkill and I don't even know what it is. You know how you discover a person or um, a brand and you're just like, how did I not know about you before? And I'm like obsessed with you. And I just want to consume everything that you're saying. That's kind of how I feel about this person. And I feel like I sound like a psycho, but I don't care. I'm okay with that. So Denise Duffield Thomas, literally, I feel like I've been talking about her on my Instagram to people. I'm like, you have to go take the quiz. DeniseDT.com slash quiz. I'm like, I literally feel like a stalker. But Uh, My friend Amanda, she's one of the members in my e-commerce society membership group. She's one of my past clients. Amanda from the Barkday Planner, shout out. She's absolutely amazing. And we were, you know, chatting on Instagram one day and she said, oh, I just got this book in the mail. It's It's called Chill and Prosper. And I don't even know what she said to me. She said something like, it's all about, you know, growing your business and you know, working less or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm buying that book immediately. I don't even know what she said. I think it was also when she texted me an image of the book, I saw the book cover and it just, whatever it was, it spoke to me. It, it pulled me in. And I know that sounds really weird, but like I'm a super intuitive person. So sometimes I'll, 
I'll I'll talk to someone and it's like I can just see these like bigger vision. I sound like a crazy person right now, but it <laughs> I can like see these like bigger visions about them that they they can't see. So that's why I feel like I I can be good when I work with people as clients because they'll say, "Here's my idea." Like this is what I'm thinking to do. And I can just, I can see the whole thing unraveling and they can't like, they're at that stage where they're just like, I have an idea. I don't know what to do with it. Is it like, is this, is this a good idea? Is this a bad idea? I mean, it, it, it's happened multiple times, especially with people who come to me and they're like, I have an idea about starting a business. Here's my idea. Like, what, what do you think? Can this work? What should I do? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. You have to do it. This is all the things you need to do. This, like, I can just see it before they can. And I don't mean that in a rude way. It's just like, that's just one of my things that I I can do. I don't know. Um, And so when I, when I saw that book cover, it just was one of those things where like, I knew that I needed to get that book. I don't know why, but I knew that I needed and I got the book and I've been reading it. And I'm just like, I like, I love the writer. I c- just feel connected with her. She's like, she's just good. I don't know. And it's just this whole philosophy of you will attract the right people to you and you will repel the wrong people. So if people don't like you or people are like, oh, I don't like your product, who freaking cares? If people unsubscribe from your email list, who cares? If people unfollow you on Instagram, who gives a shit? Because you are pushing the wrong people out and you're attracting the right people. So now in the span of like a month and a half, I have bought this lady's book. I have um, started listening to her podcast. I have taken her uh, quiz. So now I'm on her email list. She does a fantastic job, by the way, of luring you in when she's talking about something on her podcast. And then she's like, Oh, and by the way, you can go. Um, I, I created this amazing resource for you. You can go and get it at denisedt.com slash quiz. And if you don't really want to do the whole friggin' boring quiz, you can go to denisedt.com slash cheat. So again, like she knows her ideal customer and she knows her customer is probably someone who's in a rush, is multitasking, doesn't want to fucking take a quiz that you have to sit there and think for 20 questions. She's like, oh, I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. So she, number one, is very smart. She knows how to attract people in. And she knows how to get them to join her email list. So, of course, I respect that. Like, I love when people convince me to join their email list. I love when people convince me to upsell at the checkout, like if I'm buying a product online. I love when I get text messages from companies and they're like, oh, you forgot you forgot to, you know, check out. You forgot to, like, finish your purchase. Here's a coupon for five bucks off that purchase and a reminder that here's your here's the link to, like, continue shopping. I mean, I love when people sell to me. I'm not even joking. Like, it makes me happy. You are afraid to sell. Like, you're afraid to be salesy. You're afraid to talk about your product. And me, on the other hand, I'm like, oh my gosh, give it to me. I'll buy it. Like, but I want you to fucking sell. Like, I want you to put in the effort because I, that's what you need to do. So anyway, I'm rambling as usual. But that, my my point here is that like this author in her book, it drew me in and I loved it. I, the second I started reading it, I was like, I just want to consume everything that this lady has. And so what she, and who she is, she's like a money mindset and manifestation coach and educator. So again, like that's not usually the type of stuff that I listen to. I don't listen to any manifestation podcast. I don't read any manifestation books. I don't consume any information or content or anything at all about manifestation. Recently, I listened to one podcast episode from the Manifestation Babe only because someone else was like, 
I don't even know. I forget what happened. I feel like I was having a terrible day and I was like, I need to learn about manifestation. <laughs> um, anyway, and th- that podcast was pretty good too. Um, but like, it just didn't lure me in like this other lady. So this Denise DT on the Chill and Prosper podcast and Chill and Prosper book. So anyway, I sound like just a massive super fan and I've literally only discovered her like a month and a half ago. So that tells you when you are when you show your true personality and you aren't trying to be freaking like everyone else, you're not trying to blend in, you're not trying to be like every one of your freaking competitors, you are showing your true colors, you're waving your freak flags, you attract the right people, you attract people that are like, oh my gosh, I freaking love everything that you're saying, because that's how I feel or like, that's what I think. So I just want to give this as an example here, even though this I haven't even started talking about the book, and I will get to it in a sec. But I think this is really important as a reminder, because I know so many times we are afraid to show our personality, we're afraid to show our true self. We are worried that like people won't like us or we'll get judged or people will call us dense on Instagram. Like someone commented on one of my videos and said I sounded dense. Okay, whatever, dude. Like, bye. Um, Don't care. Literally don't give a shit. So anyway, that's what this lady has done to me in like a month and a half. And I've literally been spewing her name everywhere. I'm like, oh my gosh, you have to listen to the money archetypes episodes on the Chill and Prosper podcast. You have to read her book. You have to do this. Da, 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 da. Like I literally have been like her new influ- or like her not influencer, like her new um, affiliate or something. And I'm not, I'm not an affiliate. So anyway, so again, Amanda from the Bark Day Planner introduced me to this book and I read it and it's called Chill and Prosper. And then the sub headline is the new way to grow your business, make millions and change the world. And so when I was thinking of these four books that I'm going to talk about, I was thinking about like, what is the, what's like the big picture that this book is sort of focusing on? Or like, what's the takeaway that I'm getting from this book? I guess that's what I want to say. And for this book, I think like my mindset comes to mind. So I think this book does a lot of things to help you. Like, I just want to kind of, and I'm not going to actually talk about each book very much at all, because I feel like I'll sit here all day. Um, So the back cover says, feeling burnt up by your business, sick of the hustle and grind culture of your industry. There's a better way. Get over your perfectionism, chill and prosper. So basically says she shares the invaluable business and counterintuitive millionaire mindset lessons. No blood, sweat or tears necessary that will set you on the path of abundance without all the hard work. You'll discover how to find the business model that works perfectly for your personality and learn key concepts such as the golden goose and the keyless life. Oh my gosh, the keyless life thing I'm going to talk about because that one teeny little example made me rethink so much of the crap that I waste my time on. Um, To help you work less and earn more, Denise talks you through the small but important details of being an entrepreneur, including how to deal with awkward money situations and find the most effective way to price offers. With real business case studies and practical advice, Chill and Prosper challenges the old, boring assumptions of what it takes to create success. So for me, I just, I love this book. I loved it so much. And I don't know what this lady, it is about this lady, but like I will absolutely be probably buying one of her courses or signing up for one of her programs at some point. I just like what she puts out in the world. So anyway, I want to talk about one quick thing. The key, I don't even remember what the golden goose thing was, but the keyless life. So she gives an example of like, just things that you kind of waste time on. And I forget like what the concept of that chapter was, but 
the keyless life. So she talks about how um, I think she had just had a baby or something and she would go around her house or maybe it was like the keys would be in the bag and she couldn't find the keyhole, the key, the door opener to her car, like the automatic opener thing. And so she would like waste time and get all pissed off trying to find this key, her car keys or whatever. And so she's, I forget what she did. I think she got did something. So the button on the keys would like automatically open her door. Maybe that was it. I forget what it was. It was basically something in in there that was causing her frustration on a daily basis. And instead of just continuing to like deal with this annoying car key situation, she figured out a little quick problem to it. Like, okay, I'm going to buy, I'm going to spend $200 and I'm going to get the automatic car locker or like the automatic something in her car key. Oh my God, I can't talk today. An an automatic door opener on her keychain or something. And so even though it was like a couple hundred dollars, it would save her time every day because she didn't have to go and fumble around with her keys. And it would save her time because she didn't, it was something like she would lose her keys or she couldn't open the door. I forget what it was. Um, But my point here, it doesn't matter what it was, was that there was something in her daily routine that was causing her stress, anxiety, and causing her to like get frustrated and waste time. So she then figured out a quick solution, paid a bit of money, figured out the solution for it. And then she didn't have to deal with the problem anymore. So she said, so then she looked at all the things in her life that would like cause disruption. And one of them was the um, phone chargers. She was like, you know, I go in my room and I'm like, oh, I need to get a charger. But then I, I don't know where the charger is. So I go searching on from room to room to room to room. Can't find the fucking phone charger. And so she went and she said, okay, problem solved. I'm going to put phone chargers in every single room. And these things sound super freaking simple. They sound like basic examples. But literally, I uh, maybe like two weeks ago, I couldn't find my um my Apple Watch. So that I couldn't find my Apple Watch. Then I couldn't find the Apple Watch charger. The Apple Watch charger is something that I can never find. Like there was one that used to be in my office. Then we lost one. Then we bought a new one. Then it was in my husband's office. Then we went on vacation and took the fucking charger with us. So then by the time we got back from our vacation, I literally couldn't find the Apple charger anywhere. And I was coming back from my vacation and I'm like, all right, I want to I want to like do 20,000 steps a day. Of course, I have not done 20,000 steps a day. I do my walks, but I didn't do that much. Like I didn't do 20,000. I just want to not make it seem like I'm some like workout warrior. Um, so. So then I got really pissed off because I had this intention of doing 20,000 steps. And when you can track things, you can measure your like, am I being consistent and all that? So anyway, so I was like, oh, my God, I'm just going to get a phone charger and keep it in my office and then it will just stay there. It will never be taken away. So that sounds so basic. I get it. But like start thinking in your in your life, like what are and I'm not even talking about your business life here. I'm just talking about personal life, like whatever it is, what kind of things trigger you on a daily basis and think like, do I just need to put a phone charger in my room? Do I just need to whatever it is, you know, um, oftentimes things that cause us frustration are like chargers and things that we have to like constantly like recharge or plug in. So just get an extra one. So, okay. So that is a chill and prosper book. I, I need to move on because I will literally talk about this lady the entire episode. And that would be a little creepy. So this is my number one recommendation for you. Chill and prosper. It's not like 
Here's how you can work harder in your business. It's basically like, let's look at your business. How can we streamline it? How can we get rid of the crap that you don't like to do? How can we create that keyless life for you that I just talked about? So like getting rid of the frustration things. And it's just, it's an awesome book. You know, it's, I don't know, 15 bucks on Amazon or something. I'm going to link it in my show notes for you. So you don't have to go and search for it. It is Chill and Prosper by Denise Duffield Thomas. And again, I feel like the theme for this book is like mindset. And I need to do more episodes on mindset because I feel like I've been sprinkling things in lately and I've been getting a lot of positive feedback from people when I talk about anything with mindset because I think a lot of us, including myself, struggle with mindset. Um, I struggle with it just as much as you do. And I will attest to this statement here. Your mindset will con- contribute to like 99% of like the success of your business. Maybe not 99%, maybe 90% of your business will be determined by your mindset. Your mindset will make or break your business. 100% I agree with that. So you always want to really be thinking and trying to learn how can I make my mindset more positive? And I, I think this book will help you. So that is my number one non-boring business book. Okay, the next one I want to talk about is one that I read this holiday break. This is the book that everyone talks about. And I'm going to talk about it too, because it's freaking brilliant. The 4-Hour Workweek uh, by Tim Ferriss. I know, I know, it's kind of a classic, but I have to talk about it because I read this book over Christmas break. I keep saying Christmas break as if like everyone gets a break from, from Christmas. But anyway, over the holiday season, I took a few weeks off in December and my, you know, my son was out of school. We went to Florida to visit my parents and like, I just took a little bit of time off. Um, So I read this book and I literally would like sit in my parents' hot tub and like read the four hour work week. And I was like, this is great. This is just like, and I had like my glass of wine. I'm like, this is the life. I'm reading the four hour work week. I'm like learning so much. Um, Anyway, this book is, is I mean, it is a classic. It is brilliant. It is the one, the other book that I'll talk about today that everyone talks about, but trust me, it's worth it. So if you've not read The 4-Hour Workweek, you have to read it. And it's not like, it isn't like what you think. Like, oh, no one can be a millionaire and only work four hours. That's not exactly what it's about. It's all like, it's actually more like the theme of this book is, is outsourcing, so outsourcing, working. I, I don't like this expression here, okay? But I'm going to say it. Working harder, not smarter. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my God, how did I screw that up? It's kind of ironic that I just screwed that up. Working smarter, not harder. So outsourcing and working smarter, not harder is sort of like the theme of this book. So again, the 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. Escape the 9-to-5, live anywhere, and join the new rich. And this is a New York, New York Times number one bestseller by Tim Ferriss. So I'm going to read the back cover and then I'm going to move on because I continue just to keep rambling today. So warning, do not read this book unless you want a new way of living. Forget the old concept of retirement and saving for the future. There is no need to wait and every reason not to. Whether your dream is escaping the rat race, experiencing first-class world travel, earning a monthly five-figure income with no management, or just living more and working less, this book is the blueprint. In this step-by-step guide to living the life of your dreams, you will learn how author Tim Ferriss went from 40000 per year in 80 hours per week to 40000 per month in four hours per week. How to eliminate 50% of your work in 48 hours using the principles of a forgotten 
Italian economist, how to exchange your career for life uh, for short for short work bursts and frequent mini retirements. And then lastly, how to outsource your life and do whatever you want. So I I need to reread this book. I feel like I need to reread this book like two more times actually quite soon because it's a lot of book. It's how many pages is this book? So this book took me a few weeks to get through. But again, I was I was taking time off from work for a few weeks. This is over 300 pages. So it's kind of a lot of information. I actually tend to like books that are a little bit shorter because I feel like I just it's like too much for my brain to like process and I get overwhelmed and I'm like ugh, I still have 200 pages of this book left there's no way I can read it and I'll just like stop reading it so um but this book drew me in the same way the other book did so this week this book again just in a quick synopsis just really goes through how to think about outsourcing and I know a lot of you you know, are solopreneurs, you might have one person on your team, You it might just be you, you might have a VA. But this book is going to help you to think, how can I take stuff off my plate and give it to someone else? Because you cannot build a six figure, seven figure business. I mean, you can because I actually did build a multi six figure business working by myself. But normally you can't. And um, like, that's not maybe the norm. And this book will help you to kind of like understand and think about like, how can I get stuff off my plate so I don't have to work all the time? And with that said, like I worked all the time. So even though, yes, I was I made six figures in revenue. okay, not profit here. Revenue. I worked 24 seven. I worked severely for three years and then got burnt out and sold my business. So I just want to kind of preface that like making multi six figures with no team, no staff, no outsourcing that that let it and only working like, you know, a couple hours a day. People sell that dream. I do not sell that dream. I I never tell people, "Oh, it only takes a few hours per day." Um, I mean, it could. I guess it depends on what you're doing, but you know, that's not really the the norm. But this book will really help you. Most importantly, this book will help you to think about how can I outsource? How can I think about a team? How can I think about getting stuff off of my plate? And it's really, really, really an incredible book. So if you've not read it, highly recommend you read it. It is incredible. Um, I feel like this book changed my whole mindset about everything. And like I said, I feel like I read the book. And that was when I was like, I had just hired my first VA. Only this past summer did I hire my first VA. And I was reading it as I was like onboarding her. And I think it was just the wrong time for me to read that book. I think um, I think I need to reread it. And then again, like I've gone through multiple VAs at this point and um, I'm trying to, you know, make come up. I'm trying to get one that works for me, like that is a good fit for me. Um, I've had two that just weren't quite the right fit. And nothing against them, really. It just wasn't really the right fit. So anyway, um, so this book is a must have and I highly recommend you read it. Okay, so I had to take a quick break because I was in my office. So I, my office is on the second floor of the house and I my windows overlook the street. And so I can see a lot of what happens in the street. And so there, I saw this dog running down the street. So of course, I have to stop, pause the podcast, <laughs> go downstairs and try to investigate like whose dog is this? Where do they live? Anyway, it was my neighbor's dog. And I hadn't actually ever seen their dog before, which is weird because I think their dog is not very friendly. And so they just kind of keep it in the backyard. But regardless, the dog made it home. All is well. Okay. 
Let's talk about the third book. This is a book that I read. I think I think I read this a year ago around the holidays as well. So this seems to be like a theme for me that I read a really good book around the holiday season. So this book was gifted to me from a master. Was it a master? Maybe it was. I actually read this two years ago. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Here's the deal. I read it. I started to read it two years ago, but then as, as I told you before, I sometimes start to read a book and I just can't get into it. So this book wasn't the case. It wasn't, I couldn't get into it. I think I just wasn't in the right mindset to like read a business book. So I started it and then I was like, "Mm, I'll read it later. And so I read it last year. So I read it, um, maybe like a year and a half ago. And this is You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. So again, some people do talk about this book. Some people will bring this up as like a great business book. Um, And she is another person. I feel like I talk about people who are very polarizing. You either really like them or you're like, oh, I can't deal with this lady. I love her. I think she's amazing. I love her sarcasm. I love her sass. She swears a lot. Um, She brings all the personality and I love it. So you are a badass at making money. And this book, the subtitle is actually um, Master the Mindset of Wealth. So I would say for me, this book, I actually put this in the theme of like mindset and confidence. Like for me, confidence was the biggest theme that I kind of pulled from this book. So let me read the back cover for you. But really, she just she kind of just makes you realize Likely, you have issues around how you think about money. You have issues around um, your like you're letting your upbringing of how your parents thought about money and what they thought about it. And it's been pushed to you. And now that's screwing up your relationship with money. And she talks about just like ways to be more confident about charging more and just so many things. I remember reading this book and just being like, oh my God, my life has has changed. I mean, my business life anyway. So I just, I love this book. I think this book is a must read for anyone who has a freaking business. So again, you are a badass at making money, master the mindset of wealth. So I'm going to read the back cover. So, um, okay. In You Are a Badass, world-renowned success coach Jen Sincero liberated your inner awesome. In You Are a Badass in Making Money, she reveals the secrets to kicking serious financial butt. Drawing on her own transformation from a woman living in a converted garage with tumbleweeds blowing through her empty bank accounts to one who travels the world in style, Sincero gives you the tools and the permission to make the kind of money that's always seemed to be on reach. So she says, learn to... Give your doubts, fears, and excuses the heave-ho. So I love that. I love give your fears and excuses. Like, oh my gosh, we all have so many excuses that we tell ourselves and it's all shit. So I love that. Two, relate to money in a new and lucrative way. And then three, tap into your natural ability to grow rich. So I I love it. I love this book. I feel like I need to reread all of her books again and again because they're always reminders of how to sort of think about money in a different way. And also just how to be more confident. Like I can charge more money. I am worth charging more money. I am worth whatever. So this book is a must have in my opinion. All right. Book number four. We're almost, we're almost finished people. 
So this book I read, and I just want to share a quick story because I feel like this book for me is one that I have like an emotional connection to. So three and a half, I guess it's been about three and a half years since I sold my business. So I grew my business to, you know, I had it for three years. And then January of 2019, I sold my business. And I've never done a podcast episode directly talking about my why I sold my business, what did it look like and all that. And I need to do one because people ask me about it constantly. And I just need to do one basically. But after I sold my business, I was sort of interviewing for jobs. I didn't instantly think, oh, I'm going to start my I'm going to start a new business. I was sort of like, I'm really burnt out. I need to like think what my next play is. And I did start my own personal blog just so I could start writing some blog posts on like, you know, how I grew Instagram to 42,000 followers, how I built a really great affiliate program with minimal work. And so I kind of wanted to like, write these really crappy articles about what I did to grow my business. And in that time, I, again, was interviewing, nothing was really working out. And somehow, I, I don't even remember where, where I first heard about Marie Forleo, but I, I did at some point from somewhere. And then I, you know, I knew about Amy Porterfield. Again, where I heard about these people, I have no idea. I don't remember. But basically, I had heard about Marie Forleo. And then I, I saw an, an ad popped up on my phone and said that she had a book coming out and that she was doing a live, you know, she was doing a book tour and she was coming to Seattle. So this must have been right about three years ago. I think it was September of 20, September of 2019. Yeah. So that was in the early stages of when I was starting to say, okay, I'm, I think I'm going to start, I'm going to start my business because yeah, at the same time as when I bought the Amy Porterfield um, Digital Course Academy course, it was three years ago. Exactly. So that was like kind of a pivotal time for me. And so I went to this book signing, I bought Marie Forleo's book and I read it and it just, it was like one of those serendipitous things where it's like the right time, the right moment happens, the right thing, like the stars kind of align for you and all the things that you need are right there in front of you. And again, I sound kind of wooey right now, but that's the only way I can really describe it. Because I feel like when I read her book, so again, her, Marie Forleo, I don't even know if I actually said the book name. Everything is figure outable by Marie Forleo. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. So this book, I just feel like it gave me that. So the theme of this book is inspiration, inspiration and motivation. So again, I told you all the four books I shared with you are have a different, in my opinion, a different theme and like a different takeaway that you're wanting to like feel or <sighs> I don't know if I feel like if you just are like, oh, I feel like I need a confidence boost, like you are a badass making money is a great fit. If you're like, oh, I kind of just I need to get shit off my plate for our work week. If you're like, I kind of want to like have a better business and I want to build a better a life. I want to build a business around the life that I want and I want to have better mindset Then chill and prosper. And then everything is figure outable by Marie Forleo, I would think is like inspirational, motivational. So again, let me read what the back of her book says. But I wanted to share that story first because I think it just kind of explains maybe why I like this book so much because I think part of the reason I like this book is because of that like I was going through a bit of a, I mean, kind of challenging time a little bit. Like it was a bit of a challenging time for me, I'll admit. And 
this book, I just feel like this book gave me that like motivation to like jumpstart the next thing, which was my business, what it is right now. I mean, my business, when I started it, you know, I didn't, I, so, okay. So it it was like September when I bought Amy Porterfield's course. And so then like in October, I was kind of going through her course. I was reading this book, the everything is figure outable book. And then it really wasn't until like December, January, when I sort of like officially like got my LLC for it and then kind of got started. To be honest with you, it really wasn't until like March that I truly got started with my current business. I had already had a, a one client that I was doing their marketing for. And I was spending most of my time doing work for them, actually. And I was like, oh, I'll just work for them. And then I'll just start doing my online course I'm going to build and da 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 da. And so I didn't really start my current business until like March of 2020. It was like right when COVID started. So anyway, so this book kind of just gave me that confidence, motivation. It was inspirational. So basically, let me read her little book jacket. I feel like it's really long, so I'm just going to (laughs) skim. Let's be honest. None of us were given an owner's manual at birth. If you're having trouble solving a problem or making a dream happen, the problem isn't you. It's not that you're hard... It's not that you're not hardworking, intelligent, or deserving, but that you haven't yet installed the one key belief that will change everything. Um, And she says, my mom, who has a tendency of a bulldog and curses like a truck driver, explained it to me this way. Nothing in life is that complicated. You can do whatever you set your mind to. If you roll up your sleeves, get in there and do it. Everything is figure outable. And she says, whether you want to leave a dead end job, break an addiction, learn to dance, heal a relationship, grow a business, master your money, travel the globe, or solve world hunger, everything is figure outable will train your brain to think more creatively and positively, especially in the face of setbacks. And then she says, inside, you will learn the simple practice that makes, wait, the simple practice that makes it 42% more likely you'll achieve your goals, how to overcome a lack of time and money, how to find two free hours a day, what to do if you're multi-passionate, you want to follow your dreams, how to deal with criticism, haters, and imposter syndrome, how to tell the difference between fear and intuition, and a fail-proof test to make the right decisions, especially in high-stake situations. And I think she actually continues that list. Um, She wrote, I wrote this book because if I got hit by a bus tomorrow, it's the one idea I'd want to leave behind. When I'm having a rough time or when when a shitstorm comes to town, everything is figureoutable, instantly turns things around. It's more than just a plan. Sorry, it's more than just a fun phrase to say. It's a philosophy of relentless optimism, a mindset, a mantra, a conviction. Most importantly, it's about make it's about to make you unstoppable. So that's it. Like it's it's I mean, it is a it's kind of a business. I mean, I would consider it a business book, but it's definitely like motivational, inspirational. She just like makes you rethink your brain and like you know, instead of if there's an issue and you're just complaining about it, like, where's the solution? How can I figure out a solution to fix this problem? You know, like, we often say, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to go to the gym. I don't have time to like work on my business. I don't have time to do blah, 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 blah. And she gives an example of like, how much time are you scrolling through social media and wasting it? I know, I go through stages with like Instagram, for example, which is why I'm often like, I hate Instagram. I'm taking a break for two weeks. Every holiday for the past three years, I've been like, I'm taking a break from Instagram for three weeks. And I literally like do not go on Instagram um, because I waste time on it. I If I'm 
just looking at my laptop and I can't figure out what to do next. I'm, I grab my phone. I start scrolling and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, put the damn phone down. So she kind of tells a story about that. Like, how much time are you wasting scrolling through social media every single day? Is it 10 minutes? Is it 20 minutes? Is it an hour? Well, there you go. Stop doing that. And you just bought yourself an hour of, of your day to do something else more productive. So I really appreciate and like how she just sort of subtly and not so subtly gets you to like almost rewire your brain and how you think about things. And I really appreciate that because I think um, at, when I read the book at the time, again, like I was going through this period of like I had just started a business and grew it and did all these awesome things. And now I'm not getting hired for jobs that like I'm way over fucking qualified for. And it took a toll on my like self-esteem and self-worth and all that kind of stuff, which wasn't the point of this episode. But I think it's important to share context because I think the reason we choose or gravitate towards different books at different times is just like a personal thing of what we're going through at that time. So anyway, that is kind of my story. And anyway, in any capacity, um, I feel like between reading her book, seeing her in person talk and like, you know, that was one of the um, that was one of like the first like businessy things that I sort of did when I was in that stage of trying to start this new business. And yeah, I think it was actually like I heard about the book maybe and then maybe from like Amy Porterfield. And then I think I saw someone post on Instagram that she was doing a, a book tour. So maybe that was it anyway. But it just kind of helped me in this transitional like part of my life where I needed some like I feel like I just needed some direction. And in hindsight, I'm kind of like, I don't even know who that person was three years ago because now I'm I just feel like I'm a totally different person. And it just shows like how much you grow and how much your confidence can grow over just a couple years. So anyway, those are my four books. I'm going to repeat them one more time. They are all linked in the show notes. So again, feel free to grab one if you don't feel like going and searching for it. I'll link the Amazon link because that's just easier. But of course, if you want to support your local bookstores, obviously go for it. So Marie Forleo, everything is figure outable. So again, I would put this under like the inspirational, motivational kick in your ass category. Um, you are a badass at making money by Jen Sincero. I would consider this like a confidence kick in the ass. <laughs> the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. And I would consider this like a um, work smarter, not harder, even though I hate that expression. And really like how to think about um, outsourcing in your business. And this is like, it's a must have. I, even if you're like skeptical, no one can make a million dollars and only work four hours per week. Um, and like I said, I need to reread this book too, because I read it over the holidays. And, and I just feel like I need a refresh now that I'm really trying to actively do a better job at hiring a VA who is a better fit for me. So I think it's a, and a lot of it is like hiring, outsourcing, getting stuff off your plate, how to find a VA, how to get them set up. Like it's, it's really, really fucking good. I promise you. And then last but not least, my new obsession, Chill and Prosper by Denise Duffield Thomas. And again, that book I would consider more, um, more mindset, but honestly, like just mindset manifestation, but mostly mindset for me. And I just think her book, it was, it's an incredible book. Like you have to get it, please spend the 15 bucks or 20 bucks. I forget what it costs. You can, you can expense. This is a business expense too. I forgot to mention that. Like this is a, a business material that you need to make your business grow. So these are things that you can definitely expense. And I hope you like this episode. Um, let me know 
if you're liking, I'm sort of trying to do some new episodes because I feel like I do a lot of like, um, you know, how to drive more traffic and, and all that kind of stuff. And while I love that, I'm trying to also like maybe sprinkle in some a bit more episodes that talk about like bits of my personal life or, you know, I don't know. I don't really like talking about personal life too much, but I do think it's good to share some things. Um, but I'm just sort of feeling into this new phase of like mindset things. And, and I don't know, I think it's just I've been introduced to some new things lately. And I'm just feeling very excited about them. Like the money archetypes thing I talked about in my podcast episode last week, episode uh, 130. And just kind of like looking at your human design. And I talked, I think I talked about that in episode 130 as well. Um, I talked about like how to overcome anxiety. And if you're just feeling bad about your business and you just feel like, what do I do? I'm feeling hopeless. So I really, really liked last week's episode, episode 130. And this episode, um, I guess I've talked a lot about like mindset and I did share some stories of personal things. And, you know, I always, I always like to not overshare personal stuff just because I don't like to talk about feeling. I'm not a feelings person. I do not. I like avoid talking about feelings at all costs. I just don't like it. It's not not for me. And um, so I generally don't talk about that stuff on my podcast. But I think it's important to 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 share some of that stuff. I hope you like this episode. If you did, definitely send me a DM on Instagram. I've been hearing from you a lot lately. And I like hearing from you. I like when you tell me, I love this episode. Tell me, tell me why you liked it. Tell me how it helped you. Give me ideas for new things. I love when people are like, hey, I love when you talked about this thing. Could we hear more about that or this part or this thing? Or like, can you do an episode on whatever? I'm literally, will do any, as long as I, it's something I can talk about and that I know I'll do a podcast episode. If you're like, I want to learn about wholesale no, I'm sorry. I can't. Although, okay, I can because I can just bring on an expert. So that's not true. But if, yeah, I don't even know why I just said that. So anyway, I hope everyone has an amazing day. And if you liked any of this episode, one, let me know, send me a DM on Instagram. And then two, leave a review on Apple iTunes. So Apple iTunes, you can leave a review, five stars, please. And (laughs) Just tell me just something. What did you like about the episode? What do you like about this podcast? Did I make you crack up laughing with my like ADD spacey brain sometimes <laughs> or my ridiculous stories? So that's it. I hope everyone has a beautiful day and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcast, and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next week.